How does one prepare to kill a god? We'll find out this week on The Hapless Heroes. I took care of my crabs years ago. Hello and welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening. Mm, hello, Dave. It's so good to be back on this side of the screen. Well, we might as well start and we're going to start the same way I start every other episode by introducing our cast, starting on my right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. I'm so happy to be a god. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. I have always been the son of a god. And to his right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I am so happy that I have a giant ancient crab. And uh, Zach uh, was unfortunately unable to be with us this evening. He'll be rejoining us in a few weeks, but uh, he is here in spirit and also in slightly inert character. <laughs> yes. And so we open our scene upon semi-familiar territory. Um, the landscape would look somewhat familiar. Um, the piles of bricks are new and the burgeoning tower is um, also new, but you are dumped into um, what you eventually would uh, reckon uh, as the fields outside the faux chateau inside Legredex. Oh, the faux chateau. Well, the former faux chateau is it has been rapidly deconstructed into piles of bricks and then reconstructed into something that that resembles a tall observatory. Interesting. And so just to take stock, we're here with like it's all like it's it's Heinz, Felix and like the the, the crew like we all got spit out here. Zero did not. Zero did not. Interesting. Is this Garthax's house? Is this where we started? For, formerly formerly Garthax's. Garthax's house. Both formerly his and formerly a house. Hmm. Right. Now now a tower or observatory. Yeah. I'm look at be just gonna look at my friends and be like, it's just I'm just so glad that you're okay, that all of you are okay. We were we were on the ropes for a little while. They were pretty worried about about all of it. It's just it's good to it's good to be back together, you know. I'm glad to be alive too. I where I, Franz isn't far. Or Hans isn't far from here, is he? Yeah, I don't know what where we are, or you know what kind of time or what kind of situation we're walking into here. Um, but let's let's say we just we, we find out what this is. Does the house look the same? Um, no, he said he was. No, like, the house per- has like, been entirely deconstructed into piles of uh, materials with uh, rather great oh, haste, and a tower has been erected in the middle of the former grounds. Um, it seems to be about three stories tall now and growing pretty rapidly, about a hundred feet wide at the base and sort of round. Is it, is it, can I, do we, do we see it currently being constructed? Like, are there, is, is there something working on a construction? Yes, it is very obviously still under construction with some suspiciously rickety looking cranes uh, hauling large amounts of material, not manned by anyone in particular. You're not entirely sure how they're standing, but they're doing the job and with great haste. Interesting. Um, is is there 
uh, are there any people around, like outside, before we approach the tower? Just well, let's say, um, let's say you started about three hundred feet away from the uh, outside of the tower. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, are you guys approaching any closer than that? I would probably start. I mean, I would probably start walking up because I know that, like, we cleared this before. Like, this is fine. Um, we were we were brought here. And so this like 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 what what harm could this possibly be? Like this is supposed this is a safe place, right? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> um, um, so I, I'd I'd start walking towards Jarrell will okay. pipe up. Is this not where uh, Vecna may have been trying to go to begin with? This does connect all uh, universes together, correct? Yeah. Um, yep. Can I do a religion check? I, I, I know enough about Vector to know that he's probably trying to spread his evil throughout the entire u- everything, right? Before we get to that, I would like everyone to make a perception check. Neat. I'm so good at these. Not good. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, All right. Uh, yep, Felix, what do you have? I got an 18. All right. Jarrell? Six. Quinn? Ten. And Boris? Just a 23. 23. She can't go. <laughs> she, can't, she can't be lower than that. Yeah, yes. I rolled a five. Yeah, Boris, um, you notice there are stars overhead, but they're not moving normally as stars would. Like, you, you can't quite see the lines, but it almost looks like a, like it's shattered like glass into like little triangles and bits and the stars are moving in those triangles and not in like the normal direction that they would be. Whoa. Like in this, like, so like, 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 whoa. Like, sounds kind of trippy. Space appears to be shattered, but only if you look closely. I've been in like Red X once. Yeah, I think Did once. it look like this last time we were in Legrodex? No. Okay. I no. noticed um, the I, You were there actually, I believe, in daytime uh, for the most part, and it looked like um, oh, suspiciously like the Windows XP back, uh, default background. <laughs> yeah, but I remember you mentioning that like this, it was like it was like that, but like more muted in color. Yeah. Right? Like it was, yeah, like it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like it's just like these big open fields and then yes. just this one structure. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, you see the stars like that, and it appears to be nighttime here, whereas it was daytime the last time you were in this place. Interesting. Yeah, but like who knows what the how the hell day and night works in a place that's not, you know, our home. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. that might be. Uh, do you share the observation, Boris? Uh, Boris is going to observe it very obviously by like she she's on Hector right so like Hector's walking alongside you guys and Boris kind of like flips onto her back so she's like lying with like her hands behind her head kind of on like the saddle part of Hector like looking into the sky <laughs> doesn't actually say anything but she's very obviously like stargazing right now <laughs> okay okay um I, I guess, you know, if so, you're not like, but you're not like saying like, hey, guys, like shit looks kind of fucked up up there. Uh, does anything specifically cool happen in the sky? Beyond that, not so far as you can tell. Um, Let's see. I mean, like, I guess I would notice Boris looking up. I don't know if I recognize what I'm looking at right away, but um I guess I'd ask Dr. Hines, like, hey, uh, do we, do you know what's going on over here? Well, I've seen, um, construction jobs that look like this once before. Those boys, they are here, right? Do I, do I remember them being here or did I imagine that? Time is kind of bizarre like that. Last I know that they were they they were back in Telduria. Um, I kind of we we were we were whisked away before 
you know, we could really kind of check in and see where they were at. Um, but I mean, if their handiwork is here, that's, that's curious. Uh, I guess let's go check it out. See no other reason to waste any more time. It looks kind of like somebody broke the sky. Boris just points up towards like the shattery things that you mentioned now that we're already at the building. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's yeah, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem like it's good, right? Heinz? No. It is potentially ominous. Yeah, that's okay. Cool. Just making sure that the vibe is that that's the, the ominous is what we're looking at here. Okay, cool. Um, as you approach, great. As you approach <laughs> the tower that's now four feet, uh, four stories tall. It was only three, only even the last time you looked. Uh, as you approach the tower, you hear from that uh, fourth story. Oh, hey, Doctor Hines. Hey, everybody. Fletcher and I knew what we were going to do tonight. Once we saw the sky was broken, we decided to build an observatory. Wait, how did you get here? I, I, I'm great to see you. So glad you you guys are okay. Uh, but how, we'll be right there. Hold on a sec. Um, is there a door? <laughs> there never seems to be with these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I'm asking. That was an oversight. Hang on a second. And the entire bottom story of the tower starts rotating at about, you know, maybe about 10 degrees a second, like a really quick, ro- you know, coming around. And then all of a sudden, the door just stops there, like a garage door that rolls up, maybe about 10 feet wide by 10 feet high. Huh. And the door rolls up into a large cavernous room on the inside. Cool. Uh, yeah, we'll be right there. Okay. Boris ignores the door and starts climbing the side of the tower with Hector. Of course. <laughs> chink, 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 chink. <laughs> yeah, so that's new, right? We, is, we, can we address the crab for a second? Uh, I'm just going to look at uh, Jarrell and Quinn. Um, when did that happen? I took care of my crabs years ago. <laughs> we uh, were looking for. I think, that's, I think that's the bumper for the episode. <laughs> right Do you there. Ever really take care of them, though. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Oh god. We were looking for a possessed hamster, and uh, Boris just couldn't say no to the the crab. <laughs> the chainsaw. it's never gonna not crack me up like it's never gonna not crack me up because it's just like you're 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 speaking so calmly but like you know it sounds like you're like some someone like is committing like a chainsaw murder in the background the the newly ascendant jarrell's raw power crackles into the air with a sound Mm -hmm. much akin to a chainsaw yeah, so, you know, because like, I, I feel like we should just address it for the audience because it's funny. And so, like, we're just because, like, I just don't I feel like to edit, to have to constantly retake or edit stuff out just doesn't make sense when, like, sorry, like, there's, like, some people are cutting up trees outside <laughs> of John's house. Um, that will be done at some point soon. But until then, enjoy the, just enjoy the laugh with us that there's just chainsaws while Jarell is speaking sometimes <laughs> because of the raw crackling power of his divinity. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> yep. just... How it is. (laughs) Yeah, that's just that. That's life. Um, Okay. This is the sort of place that rejects Polan gods. So that someone who has attained some divinity and might not be all the way there might be in a state of some flux while here. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Well, the rest of us are going to enter the tower with like normal people, like through the door with our normal legs. And I'm still waiting for an answer from at least Jarrell about the crab. Oh, you, I'm sorry, you just gave me the answer, right? Right, um, yeah. So I'm gonna respond to Jarrell, you know, and be like, um, okay, so you mentioned uh, so the, the crab, but then there was something about a hamster. I'm, I'm sorry, what? Uh, yes, I exercised a hamster twice successfully and banished the demon. It was very impressive. 
If he does say so uh -huh. himself. Uh-huh. Did that have, like, anything to do with, like, the foul upheaval or any of the stuff that was going on back then? Or Jarl shrugs. I really don't know. I, I just knew that demon in the ley line was not a bad, a good combination, so took care of that at one point. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. That sounds like you, good job, Jarl. Cool. But so, you ended up with the crab out of that somehow, I see. Okay, well, I'm just... I, I'm done asking questions. We'll take we'll take whatever tools we could get against Vecna. <laughs> so, um, yes, the rest of us, I feel like we'll enter the tower like normal people with our legs. Now, just out of character, for for the record, um, Flynn Fletcher and Paradil had made their way somewhere at the end of. It was ambiguous. Um, yeah, it was it was ambiguous at the end of something. So I've I was able to drop them into here. Yeah, yeah. Like we like we, we, we didn't, got them to the project. We we got that. Well, we got them to like they were in Ardwall and thirty one squared. Like opened up some sort of rift where all of them were like like hold up and like Paradil, you know, and 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 Boris's intern and Dudu. Right. I was a Dwonk, Coppergrog, and Dudu were along with him. Um, but we didn't know like where that rift opened up to. A bunch of stuff started coming out of it, but we don't know, you know, what it led to. So, sounds like it was here. <laughs> it eventually got here, at least. <laughs> right. Some, yeah, right. Like there, there's, there's probably some stuff between then and here, but they made it. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. Um, what do we see inside? Look, I mean, because if it's still being constructed, I is it? I can't yep. imagine it's like furnished or anything like that. Yeah, it's. This is a pretty large, almost garage area with a truck, um, several cement mixer kind of things on the side, and um, some large hoppers that uh, there might be some other kind of material in over there, and then some doors at the end, maybe, maybe twenty five, thirty feet in. Interesting. Does the truck look kind of like the magical vehicles we used to see in Tarantis back in the day when Tarantis was still existing on Telduria? Yeah, but um, not entirely like it wasn't a specific model you would have mm -hmm. seen there, but all the wheels are in the same place, you know, like it's set up the same. Right. It's just maybe a little more rounded where the Tarantian vehicles would be more blocky and squarish. I see. That's interesting because, like, you know, we don't we, you know, we we've only encountered like real like actual like vehicles, right, in very specific places in this uh, campaign. So I was just kind of curious. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, well, I guess we're just going to wait for a second. Like, hopefully, maybe like people come to like, you know, because we're like we're inside, like, you know, in the place where like, we're gathering. Boris is like on, on, on top of the tower. <laughs> yeah. Who I see on top of the tower. All right, uh, so we will cut up to uh, Boris on top of the tower where uh, both Flynn and Fletcher are manning consoles next to each other. So these twin consoles that look a lot like I would describe them to a listener as like an 80s video arcade console with a screen and kind of like a little uh, thing above it uh, with marquees that say Flynn and Fletcher above them and some pads with a stick on one side and some buttons on the other where that they are hitting the buttons Obviously on and apparently and controlling B. these brains <laughs> that are building the tower as we speak. It's now up to level five, by the way. Wow. Like a real life game of Tetris. Yeah, there's just, wow. Okay, so it's pretty intense. Almost as if with musical accompaniment. Am I on the fourth floor hear. with Flynn and Fletcher? With you, the fifth floor having built like, above us now, or like are we staying on yes, the top? Yes, you somehow? are. You are on a platform with them that is getting continually constructed up with the rest of the tower. It's at five now. Okay, though. so we're always uh, at the top. and Flynn and Fletcher are up there. Yes, you are always at the top. Cool. The top is now moving up with cool. you. Um. We, we obviously we probably hear like the sounds of it being constructed while we're inside this garage space, right? Oh yes, it also sounds like chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, 
uh, <laughs> um, so are there stairs? Like, you know, there's like a, is there a way for us again, who, those of us who can't climb, like, like, is there a way for us to ask, you know, bring ourselves up to where Boris is? Um, so there is that door at the other end of, uh, the, like where we entered space from space here. Yeah. yeah. And getting into, uh, getting to that door, um, I'm assuming you guys are heading that way. Who's going to open it? Uh, I'll open it. I'll be brave. Okay. So Felix opens the door and you hear kind of running from right to left in a hallway on the other side of the door. Um, something that sounds like um, a frustrated paradil. Hey, diddly, da, da, da. And a yark, yark. Now, uh, like zipping down the hallway. What? Oh, they—they made it too. Oh, this is this is good news. Like this is good news. Uh, as a player, I'm curious hallway- if uh, Dudu has his soul back yet or not. Because <laughs> if not, he- <laughs> um, that—that's what I was insinuating with like the stuff that was pouring through the portal or like the rift. Um, but yes, it could be different. Like, it, it's, okay, uh, out of character cutting here. Those were essentially like souls from a different timeline that were being brought in to help, you know, uh, heal the people who were otherwise soulless husks. Oh, okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So, yes, um, I would adjudicate then that um, Dudu and anybody else who might be here is resold if they were in need of resoling. Resold. Yes, mm-hmm. either from a salesperson <laughs> or a cooper. Not a cooper, a um, not farrier, unless you were uh, have hooves. Who's a shoe person? Cobbler. <laughs> Cobbler. That's, it. that's the one. Yeah. Cobbler. <laughs> they could resole you, too. <laughs> uh, but yes. So, yeah, to do is resold. Yes. He's resold in whatever way is most convenient for the story. Correct. <laughs> oh, there here. The hallway continues both to the right and to the left. This is a very sterile white hallway with um, almost fluorescent looking uh, bright white light coming from up top, although it's not from anywhere specific. OK. All right. Uh, I which direction did we hear Paradil and to do running? And I want to go the opposite direction. <laughs> they were going off to the left. OK, I'm going to let's go right. I feel like Pregnart might go Excellent. to do, though. Yeah, I think that that's probably where Pregnart yes. would run off to by fact, now. That's exactly the sort of thing that would happen is Pregnart would. Uh, oh, make, uh, <laughs> and now Paradil has both in, of them. In, uh, just in raw Aquin <laughs> and go zipping off down that hallway <laughs> right. uh, that way before you could even think to catch up with him. Yeah. As Felix has good sense, he proceeds to right, right down the hallway. Felix would be like, okay, well, we're going the opposite that, direction. We're going to just... <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Not that yes. I don't want to reunite with them. It's just, you know, not right now. Jarrell has like a little bit yep. of a tear as Pregnant walks off, but he knows that he's going to reunite with his friend and he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. At the very least, you're in the same building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So heading down this hallway, um, you see maybe about 60 feet uh, at the end of it. It kind of opens up into a 20 by 30 room, and uh, it looks like there are two elevators at the end of this. Interesting. Hmm. What? Uh, what like how? Like what kind of elevators? Like are they like? Is it like one of like the like just like typical like pulley or are they like the ones that are just like constantly cycling? Um, they look like steampunky pulley elevators. But one thing you notice is, um, there's almost kind of like a um, strip dial uh, thing at the top of it, and every few probably 30 seconds to a minute. So just after you get there, you see it go from six to now there's seven dots at the top there. 
like it's like reconstructing itself to show that there is now additional it just, floors. It just keeps sliding over and revealing one more dot for one more floor. Wow. If we were to keep sta- standing there, it would probably show seven, eight and so on. I want to kind of time it so that like right like right as a new floor is being built is when we then hop into the elevator so that, you know, we have a chance to catch up before the next one. You know right. what I mean? The longer we wait, the further we're going to be. That's exactly what I was thinking, Jarrell. Let's uh, let's 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 go. Come on, Quinn. OK, so after about another 45 seconds, you get eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll hop in. Uh, it does All right, you have guys to hop in it? when there's eight floors. Yeah, is there no, like a, once a you get in, uh, the pulleys are just going like winding themselves. Interesting. And there's another uh, panel in there. And every now and again, uh, there's a square that flips around and reveals another button. But right <laughs> now it just would be eight. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got when you got in. Right. I mean, let's just, yeah, let's just keep trying to get up, go until we get to the top floor. <laughs> yeah. So you hit the button for eight. You, uh, the door closes with, I presume, all of you on the inside, correct? Mm-hmm. I would hope so. All right. So as about you hit six, uh, the button for nine reveals itself. Well, we got to press it. <laughs> OK, so what happens? You stop at eight. The door opens. <laughs> Is there elevator music? Yes. And does it stop every time the door opens? <laughs> yeah. There's also a very stereotypical ding right. <laughs> as the door opens and then closes and then takes you up to nine where there's like a temporary compartment that the floor is being built around as you are now on a platform that reveals yourselves in the cab and then in front of you a Boris a top crab a Flynn and a Fletcher furiously mashing buttons upon their uh, arcade consoles constructing this tower as you stand I feel like it. every couple of seconds um, it just says new record <laughs> <laughs> how long was I I'm up just... there with them alone um maybe about three minutes okay in that time boris and hector have like observed and learned enough of what they're doing to occasionally like hector's claw or like one of hector's legs lifts up and like hits an extra button when he sees that like either flynn or fletcher is like you know about to miss something when they're like having to like yeah like whatever the hell just just be the crab occasionally once in a while press a button for them (laughs) yeah you will notice fletcher don't fucking miss (laughs) Flynn will occasionally but Fletcher is like in the twilight zone on this interesting Uh, well we're gonna hop I'm gonna hop out onto the floor before the next one like I want to I want to get on to where they're at yeah Mm -hmm. Um, actually did uh, Heinz come with us too or did he get left behind somewhere Dr. Heinz I'm still here you're just pretending I'm not here like uh, other kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is he still with wonder us? Who, what are <laughs> we talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think Gerald is. how it is. There's a bit player in this, uh, this in this show. Every now and again, they just forget about you. <laughs> I mean, I didn't forget. So, I asked. It's all part of my tragic backstory. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts yammering on to himself as you guys uh, exit um, the elevator. Yeah. Yeah. Exit the elevator. He eventually catches up grumpy and disheartened. Oh. Uh, so Flynn and Fletcher continue to build and there's a few more floors. And eventually um, uh, what happens is a spire of glass from one side kind of curves up above you in like a pyramid shape and then starts opening up like uh, to the sides, forming a dome around the top. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, very cool. The uh, arcade machines disappear into the floor after that. <laughs> I I just like I look at them and be like, that was that's this was holy crap. It's impressive. 
Well, we presume that's what you saved us for. Yes, that is exactly why we did that. <laughs> you are exactly who we came to save. <laughs> did you happen to notice well, anything in the basement? he meant before. What's that? The basement. Yes. We didn't build the basement for this one. What about the, the structure that was here before? Was, it, was there a big mansion here? Oh, yeah, but we dug the entire thing up. Was um, the door to... Um, who, which guy was the that? The other area. Was supposed well, to be yeah, the base, which means that Franz or Hans, sorry, Hans, who knows where he's at right now. Yeah, because I remember there was like a oh. door that led to like, uh, you know, like that that weird staircase that like kind of went in so many different directions that like, you know, we eventually ended up in like Legrid X proper. Oh, yeah, we didn't think that was important. We could probably oh. dig it up, though. Yeah, that's very important. We should definitely, we need that door. Was it, that what, is a good door. Was that here or was that, because that was that was over. Um, Ce- that was here. That was here. Yeah, but Caesar Southwinds. Sent us here. But the drain, because I'm trying or, to remember. Or we now. ended up, or we ended up here because of him. Caesar, like, it, it is, it is strange again that once the, we go through these, like, you know, like portals to different places that we just seem to end up in this particular place first before we end up before we get to anywhere else. Right. Seems to just kind of be like where you get dropped off if you go anywhere in the direction of Legradex. Yeah, the stairway was here for sure that led up to the room with all the different portals. Somewhere here under <laughs> all this dirt and debris now. Yes. We'll get to that, but um you think we can wait just a few moments to try to investigate what's going on with the sky here? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Just we're just checking in, just checking in on on the other stuff that we saw here last time. Uh, but yes, uh, this, this, the sky kind of looks a little broken. So why don't we let's talk about that first? Oh. Mm. And Doctor Hines starts rummaging through a bag off to the side. Um. Is anybody uh, making um, like uh, trying to uh, do a uh, more detailed uh, check on what's going on with the skies now that we have something of an observatory yeah. here? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I guess because like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Oh, as I say, so Quinn, Quinn's been doing sort of the sky mapping stuff. So let's get him to take a look. OK. Uh, what, so, what's the check you want me to do? Uh, perception against the sky. Ooh, OK. <laughs> against- can, I, can I ask for an investigation? Against sure. the sky. No, I will. I, I'll absolutely take an investigation okay, cool. on this. Sure. That, that's a lot better. <laughs> I say, can I help? Yeah. Oh, I needed that. <laughs> are you are you helping with perception? Well, I, either way. Well, the help action just gives advantage. That's all it does. I help you. Boris climbs the glass dome with Hector and like peers at the sky by actually like <laughs> looking out the glass dome, sticking our hands right up against it. I'm going to take my investigation. I appreciate your help, but I don't think it's going to be any better. Help just put it at advantage. Help just I makes know, the investigation but I have an advantage. six extra points for investigation, and I just feel like It'd that's going to be, be a better... It's, it's, it would still be... Yeah, that's what we're trying to say. Is like yeah. you're, She's just helping you investigate. Oh, I thought she said wisdom or perception. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's just help. It's okay. help action. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so that's a 23. A 23. So you do notice one thing is there are three larger shards of this, the cosmos here that stand out that are just a little bit brighter than the others, a little closer. Maybe the stars are a little bit clearer. You can see some galaxies uh, going on, whereas the others, you know, it's more pinpoints of light. Notably, in the middle of each of these three are some sort of sphere or a bubble. Mm. Looks purple in nature in the middle of all three of these. And they're sort of you notice them floating there, but starting to kind of converge towards each other. It, It looks like there's still a little ways to go before they do so, though. You said there's three of them. 
three. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Of these like, that are larger... coming out of the larger shards of the sky yeah. here. Okay, I relay the information to Felix. Oh, you're the smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're the I, one with I, the plan. No, I, <laughs> I'm I'm charismatic and I can just convince everybody that I know this. <laughs> uh, so uh, <clears throat> uh okay, so it's interesting. I, I guess I'd like to do I don't know, I'm trying to think of like what skill it would be to maybe do like understand what I know about like I guess what we're looking at. Like in as far as like the star map or like, you know, like what these particular like bubbles or could be, right? Like maybe like an arcana or would that be more history? Let's make it an arcana check. Okay. I like those. I can do that. Arcana checks are cool. That's respectable. That is a 19. Okay. So you've got to lean on a little bit of past knowledge here and remembering that Legrodex is outside of time and space. Right. So that the places you're looking for, looking at, while they may look like space, might not necessarily be space. Okay. So I'm maybe less looking at like place and more like I'm looking. I mean, I'm looking at something like that's what I get. And I'm just trying to determine, I guess, like what exactly yeah. it is, right? Um, hmm. It's ominous. It is. Um, do we see anything else? I mean, I, I, you know, is there any sort of any other instrumentation or something like that in here that we could look through? Like, I know that there's like this this glass skybox, but is there some sort of like telescope or some sort of tool we can use to get a closer look? Oh, did you say telescope? Yeah, well, we, we all went up right in a jiffy. More chainsaw noises. You know, some things are hammered together. There's some sawing, a cloud of dust, and then out of it, as it dissipates, appears a very large and uh, pretty nice-looking uh, telescope. Uh, Quinn, you want to take a peek and yeah. see what you see, bud? Do I get advantage with the telescope, or uh, what are you looking at through the telescope? Um, I'm looking to see if I can I can get more information about the the orbs that are floating around. Yeah. Like, okay, so you're looking at the orbs. That's mm-hmm. what I was looking for. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, sounds good. Let's uh, make that another investigation. Is that at advantage with the telescope or no? Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Um, a 19. A 19. I, ne- I needed that advantage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 19. Um, it's tough to tell exactly what it is, but it appears like it's... um. You see the reflection of a city skyline in the purple bubble. Interesting. Uh, it in in all of that is because there's is there a, is there a purple bubble in all three of these shards that you had mentioned? Those like larger shards or yes, it- the larger shards each yeah, have there's... a large purple bubble that looks like that. Yeah. In the first one you looked at, you saw the re- what looked like the reflection of a city skyline in the bubble. So almost like a like a like a purple snow globe. I don't like that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Do the uh, do the other ones look the same way, Quinn? Um, you'd have to turn the uh, the uh, scope and look at them on different perception checks. I'm, I'm, I mean, we're assuming, I guess, that Quinn is just like sharing this information as he's getting it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll look at the uh, the second orb. Sure. That is a sixteen. Yeah, tough to tell. You can't really see that. It just kind of looks shiny. And the third orb. Um, a 15. Yeah, the, the other two just kind of look shiny and purple. The Only the one looks like it has a city skyline in it. Interesting. Yep. They're slowly and inexorably turning toward or uh, drifting towards each other, though. And they still look like they have a little bit of time left, though. Um, well, so is it? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, well, you first. Well, I was going to say, like, deduction-wise, if all three potentially are the same, it's three cities or city-like orbs kind of about to merge together. 
But like these are like almost like shards of like like the sky is almost like like these are like shards of the sky that are like moving towards one another. Is essentially mm-hmm. what you're describing this as like almost it's like these are all like almost like reflections on these like you know pieces of glass so to speak. I'm using air quotes, right? And they're like drifting towards each other in some sort of fashion, right? Um, that's how I'm picturing it, uh, which is like really trippy. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. But I'm, so I'm going to ask, I guess, just out loud to the room. Um, is it like a <laughs> is it a bad thing that those are drifting together? Like, do we not want that to happen? And also, like, if that's the case, like how that I mean, I guess I don't really know what to do to prevent that from happening. Um, but is that 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 seems like bad, right? Uh, I'm still not certain what exactly is going on with Vecna. What what his plan could possibly be, Vecna's. <clears throat> this it seems like it's all related. I'm glad this tower wasn't him, that's for sure. Thank, it's good to see you, boys. Yeah, so when we were catching up, you mentioned you guys had encountered him, but he's like, he, he, he went away, he like left. Hmm. I mean, obviously, whatever he's up to, it's not good. We can we we know that like there's no doubt there, um, but if only we can find out what. Uh, can Jarrell roll a religion check to see what his, I mean? If we can figure out what his I mean I don't know it's kind of tough to figure out what his plan might be, but what this might be doing. Okay, um, I mean go for it. Let's uh, let's yeah let's see what know. do you know about yeah. Vecna? Oh, oh, I have something. Only a twelve. I don't think I know. All right. Uh, did you say you had something? I think I have something. Um, I mean, it depends. I mean, what what information I'm going to get from this is questionable uh, because of what I because of only because of based on what <laughs> I only what I already know about this stuff, which is not much. Um, I still have how many how many of these pieces of incense do I have? I have one left. <laughs> it's nice. Um. And I can cast, I can try to cast legend lore to try to get more information about this. So it says name a name or describe a person, place or object. And the spell brings you brings to your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. It says the lore might consist of current tales, forgotten stories or even secret lore that has never been widely known. If the thing you named isn't of legendary importance, you gain no information. The more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive is. Um, and it says the information you learn is accurate, but it might be couched in like figurative language. So, <clears throat> but do we have to name it? The thing is, so the thing is, I'm trying to figure out what to name, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. So, okay, guys, let's think about this for a second, guys and gals. Um, we have, like, we we know that Vecna stole Tarantus. And we know that, uh, well, that he's up to no good. And he just killed the Primus. Um, he did what? Oh, yeah. Did I not mention that? Before he disappeared, he, I'm fairly certain he killed the Primus. Okay, that can't be good either. That's <laughs> probably, that's definitely not good. Um, so, okay, we got that. That's great. Uh, fuck. But yeah, I could try to do legend lore, but yeah, I'm having some trouble figuring out, I guess, what to name um, or what, you know, because I feel like if I go Tarantus, I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to get the information I want because, you know, the Tarantus we know is the Tarantus that existed on the on Telduria before it, you know, was lifted away by a evil god. So I don't know if, you know, it's going to help us get some more information, but like that's it's an option. It's just that if we could try to get some more, if we could try to figure out what exactly these shards are, I could try to maybe get us some more deeper information on that. Because this does seem like it could be something of a legendary importance, let's call it. I would certainly agree. Maybe we should find its name first. I, I'm not certain how we can accomplish that. Um, Heinz, have you ever, I mean, I guess in your adventures through time uh, with whatever you can speak of, has have you ever seen, um, you know, this guy uh, in shards? 
He, he's kind of lost in thought. In fact, he's drinking from a thermos uh, that has a little bit of the uh, soup that uh, Pregnart had uh, recently made um, back oh. then. Yeah. Mm. He's like licking his lips and takes a sip, licks his lips, reaches into a bag at his hip and takes out a couple of little um, kind of like earthenware jars and flasks and starts tipping one and tries to shake it into the thermos. Mm-hmm. Out of time. Out of time. Time. We're out of time. We're, we're outside of time! I need to know what those shards taste like. <laughs> uh, uh, excuse me? Did I stutter? No, uh, no, it just... How... I need to know what the shards taste like. Uh, I didn't say it was going to be easy. <laughs> okay, so um, outside of time. But we're, we're fantastic. We're outside of time here because we're in Negerdex, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, so if we look outside of us, that would be time since we're outside of it. I don't feel like Are you saying we're that. looking at time? <laughs> but well, wait. if I can taste it to verify, we might be looking at shards of time. Because um you do understand that time is kind of a little messed up right now, right? Oh I, I yeah, I guess I figured we <laughs> have been messing with time for a while now, so yeah, I guess that would make sense. Did this, but this I thought guy like, didn't look like that before though, right? It did not. Yeah. We, we it was daytime the last time we were here. Yeah. It appeared to be daytime. Yeah here last so we couldn't really yes. see that. We we've done some things to time since the last time we were here. Sure. Now, when we were in that area where all those portals were to all the different planes, we were able to see like outside of that like structure that we were in and it was just like stars and things like that and it didn't seem fractured then, but that was a different no, place. That was a different place in Legradex. So that's well, that, there's also that, but things have happened since then. Right. So much has happened since then. Yeah. Um, like we did a few specific things since then. So then right. what would you call it? A, a time fracture? I mean, probably. Wait, hold on a second. How hmm. many times did you guys eat the fish? Three? I, I believe three. Oh, <laughs> crap. <laughs> well, well, let's go through it. So Pregnart did it right away at the yep. beginning. Uh-huh. Then we failed. Then I did it as zero when they were trying to disarm us. Mm-hmm. Was there any? And after I don't... that, we went right into he's all it, that. Well, it was the third Just attempt. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so there are three just separate and distinct timelines. Oh, shit. Oh shit! It was me that ate it at the beginning, but yeah. Oh yeah, Boris is actually the one who <laughs> ate sure the fish at the beginning. Not not Pregnart, okay. but yes. Okay, but yes. I'm I'm sorry. I assigned the wrong chaotic action to the he wrong ate chaotic. A character. lot of goldfish, <laughs> but not that one. Yes, and Pregnart very much <laughs> wanted to. And Pregnart very much always wanted to eat the fish because of the Risa cup, the Risa peanut butter cup, right? But yeah. that. That he never actually did eat the fish, to my knowledge, or to my recollection. I'm pretty sure we no. went through two. We resets. had significantly more fish security mm-hmm. after the initial swallowing of the fish. Right, because there were only two hamster systems, and the hamster system, number one, happened on the first full run through. Uh, yes. Well, most, mostly full run through. Heinz, you know, I the- imagine you never did what we just accomplished before. Have you? Did what? Sent a group back in time, I guess via goldfish. I'm not. <laughs> um, uh, we, we can't. We we can't talk about that. I, I I was specifically instructed I, that we can't talk about that. Okay. Well, we won't talk about it then. But did you ever do the thing we never talked about before? <laughs> no, I actually can't confirm or deny. <laughs> not even like I'm not allowed to. I physically can't. Does that include whether or not you've seen this before? Listen, I'm trying not to dissolve here, okay? But no, this is pretty weird. 
Yeah, and if he thinks it's weird. But I still need to taste the shards. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Uh, but otherwise, I'm about 92 and a little bit certain that it's probably shards of time. And if you swallowed the fish multiple times and you've broken apart multiple timelines, plus anything else that might have happened, we might have what we're looking at up there. So, OK. Oh, gosh. Um, so then with that logic, could we try to get into the one that we were successful? Uh, yeah. Do you know which one is which? No. <laughs> okay, so... Well, we were just in the one where we were successful. Yes. Yes, except we're not there anymore. Right, we're not there anymore. We, we came here to figure out yes. how to kill a god. Um, hmm. Well, uh, should we try to put them back together? Put what? the shards back together? How are you going to get up there? I don't know. It seems like parts of the shards are already off on their own, trying to reform themselves into something. Oh, yeah, I forgot. But here's the thing. Together. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. OK, if, if, if what we are really looking at here are three different shards of time that are essentially related to these multiple timelines that we're dealing with here, okay? Okay? And you're seeing a city skyline in at least one of those. Um, if all of those were to merge together, you said that there was one of these particular timelines in which you were successful in defeating future Filbert, I guess, right? Um, that's one of three. So if those all combine again, there's still two, there's two where whatever the heck happened still happened. And like that wasn't good. <laughs> so I don't know if we want those to merge. It's a one in three chance that it'll be a universe where we killed Philbert. No. <laughs> hmm. We need to talk to some people who have some we, we need we need we need we need backup we need we need like we need to open that door to the rest of the Legradex and see who's who's around right now the purple orbs continue to drift closer to one another see I don't like that <laughs> uh Jarrell, can you wait we're we're back here right can you I don't have you been able to talk to Valen is she still doing okay or is that I feel like Jarl's been trying really, she it didn't, didn't really seem like she was doing so great. She, she didn't seem like she was doing so great in that fight there with all the evil stuff coming I, this way I, I would mean, like we were to really get doing our best back to where she was right well I think we were trying to stop that from just like happening by stopping Vecna I think that that way we have to do that it's just how do we do that? And also how do we that that shards there? It's scary. I don't like that. Like it's just ominous as fuck. And like I just feel like I, I feel powerless because I can't just like rearrange the sky. I I I don't I, I read a lot of books, that didn't see any instruction manuals on how to put time back together. Boys, do you have a method of launching us towards that? Towards what? Those that time shards, yes, in the sky. So, like, which one are you gonna wait until they're all together and have me shoot you into all three of them? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> do you want one in specific? Are you even ready to be shot into them? I'm not ready to be shot into them. We, I, I don't know what we're about to, I, I don't know what's there, I don't know what to expect there, and I'm certainly not ready to face off against a god right now. We need to we need to figure out how to power up is what I'm saying. Wait, so you need to learn how to kill a god. Yeah, that that, that is number one. Yes. Hey, Fletcher, I know what else we're going to do tonight. We're going to build the God Slaying Academy. The, the what now? <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, let's do that. Let's build that. Here, give us a couple hours. We'll build a danger room for you. A danger. OK. Okay. All right. All right. Um, 
let's do that. Uh, while you do that, I'm just going to keep looking at the sky there and just, you know, make sure that uh, nothing, you know, blows up or that we all aren't about to just, like, you know, evaporate out of existence. Lynn and Fletcher both pull handles that are next to them. Trap doors open underneath their feet and they drop down into the structure below. The trap doors close up above them. The handles retract into the structure and it's just a flat floor like they weren't even there. You can hear the sounds of hammering and uh, pounding and especially the chainsaw. Drilling. Um, I mean, they said they're gonna be working for a while. I'm gonna just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm, I'm gonna like maybe either just sit next to Quinn if he's still at the telescope, or if he's not, I'm gonna look through it myself, and just like see how things are changing. Like, okay. like at, at this rate, like, do we, can we figure out or discern how long it would take for all of those to like be like reach each other? Sure. Um, how about you make a check through the um, microscope or the telescope? Yeah, not a microscope. Yeah, telescope. Uh, which are you looking at? One in specific? I want to focus on the one that's kind of more in the center. So it kind of it just, the one in the center. Okay, yeah. that's one that looks purple. The city skyline was the first one on the left. Mm-hmm. The um, so you want to focus on the one on the center. All right, make me uh, that investigation check. I'd love your help, Quinn. If I could have that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> you said investigation, right? I'm I'm yes. holding the telescope as you're looking through it. <laughs> um, that is a 24. Now that things have moved, yes, you can clearly see a city skyline in, in the side of the second one as well. Um, you can also note that all three of those uh, spheres are drifting towards each other, sort of in a space outside of the shards themselves um, and that they will probably come in contact with each other in about an hour. Okay, so that's not enough time for a for this thing to be built. So like it's going to happen. And I don't know what's going to happen when they do merge or touch each other or reach each other or anything like that. Um, I guess Felix just kind of like watches like, you know, with sort of, I guess, anxious anticipation. Like I, I don't really know how to affect that, right? Um, I mean, I guess I'll I'll peer over at the third one just to try to confirm whether or not the city exists in the you know that city skyline does exist or, or whatever in, in the in the in that third one if sure. things have moved, right? Um, you had indicated that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah uh, twenty twenty five. 25. Okay, not only is it a city skyline, it appears to be the same city skyline as the second one. I mean, listen, I might I'm, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but my guess would be that could potentially be Tarantis. Or Ool, right? Oh. Mm. It could also be Ool. Um, I guess in the skyline that I'm looking at, does there happen to be a large tower? That is larger than everything else. No, but you do notice uh, what appears to be some uh, energy um, coming out of both the top and the bottom of uh, the two spheres that you looked at as well. It has to be Tarantus. So we have three floating Taranti. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. That means that... Wait, the beam Vecna- is still going up and down. In Tarantis, yes. Ah. There was another, yeah. there was a, yes, there was, a, there was other energy in Tarantis. Yes. Hmm. And if time is fractured, perhaps Tarantis from three different timelines are all being pulled out. Yeah, but then what happens if they get put back together? Oh, well, no. Whose actions gave uh, someone access to three different Tarantises? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I was involved in that. Um, to uh, in that it was part of Felix's harebrained plan. Uh, okay, well, we can't stop that. We we, we they're build they, they, we we are at least gonna have a danger room. So like we got that going for us, right? I hope it's indestructible. 
we sit and wait for the yeah and uh yeah you continue to hear the banging and clanking and the uh the spheres begin to conjoin as time kind of drags on is anybody else doing anything else in specific specifically or we're just kind of waiting it out right now just well watching i think Mm -hmm. right all right um yeah one thing that uh, the eagle-eyed might notice is that the spheres are also turning on the axis of the energy. And one of them's turning one direction, the other two are turning one a little more than the other in another direction. All like they're trying to kind of all face inward as they merge together. I mean, I relay anything that I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. This is its just so ominous. Um, hmm. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and the spheres kind of begin to merge into each other. Mm-hmm. And eventually come to a rest, not quite perfectly aligned with each other, almost like um, kind of like a tri- I don't know what like, they call it, like chromatic aberration, kind of with like the blue glasses. and red on each side. Yes, <laughs> oh, okay. that kind it, of like just slightly off kind of look. Is it almost like a trinary system where like they haven't yeah. fully merged? They're just kind of like moving around in a circle of like, these three little like lights. a Venn diagram, like a Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Circles. Okay, interesting. Yeah, spheres with right. a yeah. yep, with a little bit of overlap right in the center of them. Yes, but spheres with um, a axis down the top in what would appear to be, if the city skyline is any indication, a flat plane, and that they are all aligned along that flat plane. <coughs> hmm, it's like Mecha Tarantus. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Um, that energy is not pointing in our direction, is it? No, it is just out. Um, very prominent in the sky. Now, you said that this, but, you said that the spheres kind of existed slightly outside of these shards or it's like it wasn't like these. Like yeah, it, it, they were in the shards and they sort of floated out of the shards. Oh, God. As though like if you looked at the flat plane of uh, that triangle, like that that was an opening to something like an opening to a timeline or something. Hmm. And those three spheres each floated out of their timelines and conjoined in this area oh. near outside of uh, um, outside of time, outside of Lagradex mm-hmm. and possibly itself also outside of time. But wait a second, like if we can see that. And we assume that Vecna is probably doing that since last I checked, um, he had Tarantus. Uh, he could probably see us, right? Probably. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible he could see you. His options for interacting with you are limited as t- uh, Legradex filters out gods. So, but but Vecna might not be able to come here in his true form. Right. But I mean, I'm also assuming this is probably the closest he's ever come so far in that insofar as that. Hello, we can see your fortress, my guy. That's possible. I'm not sure how visible Legradex is from the outside. I've never looked. I haven't either. I'm just making lots of assumptions. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's wanted to make it clear that was unknowable knowledge. Okay, well, um, that's ominous. I'm just going to keep waiting for the danger room and figure out what we're going to do to, like, prepare or, like, just be ready for whatever that means. And Felix points, you know, to the merged, like, Tarantus cities. Yep. And I think just with that ominous mood is where I'd like to call this episode. Mm -hmm. Mean. Yeah. I don't I don't need to really cliffhanger it. I don't need to, you know, add a jump scare in there. I think I think the buildup of emotion we had there um, suits us just fine. So, dear listeners, if you like us, 
we can be found on the internet. We are in such places as the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, at Hapless Heroes or Hapless Heroes Podcast, depending on which one you're on. All those places, though, they will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, and that's the place to meet, greet, and interact, and hang out with us. Um, it is where we are easily the most responsive, and uh, unlike our Twitter, you know, not quite so uh, pervasively weird. Thanks, Zach, for that. That is uh, very much, uh, you know, it's on brand for it's us. So that great, our Twitter though. would be a weird Zach thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. Now, if you really like us, though, you leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, if your podcast service allows you to leave uh, reviews, um, by all means, please do so that the sort of people so that the sort of people who are looking for the sort of podcast that we are can help find us and uh, you know help us maybe get a little bit of reach out there. Um, we'll get a few more listeners. You know, it'd be fun, right? Uh, you know, grow things out a little bit. Speaking of helping us uh, grow, if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash haplessheroes, where uh, we have uh, some reward tiers. I I haven't really looked in on it lately. I think, uh, what, it's just the uh, normal Patreon yeah, tier, Yeah, I, right? I mean, yeah, just like, you know, like our behind-the-scenes audio, our bloopers and things like that, you know, we're in the process of getting things together, right, to do that uh, one-chip challenge, you know, recorded, like, on someone's phone or somewhere, uh, and, they, and, you know, put the video up on Patreon as well of us torturing ourselves for you, um, just to, you know... But, like, you know, we, we also have, like, that special channel in our Discord server. It's, you know, a bunch of stuff. I encourage you to check it out. It's just, you know, we we really appreciate the support, honestly. But if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal, um, you're going to get a gigantic tub of margarita mix and you're going to uh, find the nearest above ground pool in your area you're going to dump all that into the pool make just a gigantic you know pool margarita Um, I mean obviously you maybe clear out the chemical water in there first or don't I mean you know you do you Um, but then you know obviously when someone will inevitably ask you what are you doing to my pool, you'll be like, I'm making a giant margarita to celebrate my favorite podcast, The Hapless Heroes. Sounds really it sounds good. delightful. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah, I have nothing for that. Save for outshrowing our cast. We're going to go back from the left with Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. See you next time. To her left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Always at my service. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. To his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. We'll always have a plan. And my name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master. It's been so good to be back behind the side of the screen, kind of uh, building us into uh, getting us towards the end. Bye now. Bye. 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 Bye.